0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Bree. And today we have so many special people with us today. I will start off with Melinda Curtis. Thank you for coming back with us today. It's so great to have you back. How are you?
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: Oh, we're doing great over here, especially today with all of you joining us. This is This is pretty special. And next we have Anna J. Stewart. Anna, welcome back. And how have you been?
2: I've been great. Thank you very much. Third time's a charm. So happy to be back with you guys.
0: You're one of our and most... And with my
2: Blackwell sisters.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a guaranteed like high download um, cheat code. Wow. Anna. So that's, it's, it's pretty cool <laughs> when we have you on. Yay.
3: Hi, everybody. <laughs>
0: And next, we have author Amy Vastine. Amy, welcome. This is your first time here. How have you I been? I know.
3: This,
4: welcome. This is my first time. Thank you for having me. I hope that I can be as popular as Anna. Goodness. <laughs> I really? know. We have yeah. Amy yeah. has we to have come back. <laughs> her. That, that'll help yeah. my numbers.
0: <laughs> and last but not least, we have author Carrie Lynn Webb. Carrie, welcome back. How have you been?
5: I'm going to be fully transparent and tell you that I am on deadline. And so my brain right now is is so slammed. So I'm sitting here right now going, I wrote a Blackwell book and I'm tr- seriously like, <laughs> who was in that? And I'm thinking, like, should I go find it and pick it up? So yeah. So full transparency mode. If you see me sort of go, what? Um, I'll get there. It's just so like I'm switching gears. <laughs> I was literally just taking notes when we were sitting down for something that came to mind as I was walking in here. So that's why I was a little quiet. So sorry in advance.
3: No, this is so on brand because the last time you were here, you were on deadline. <laughs> <laughs> so, we appreciate your hard work. Okay. <laughs> I wonder
5: which book that was. Hi.
0: All right, well, let's go back around again. So, uh, Melinda, if you could please share with us what have you, uh, what are the books that you've contributed to the Blackwell series? And what's something you have coming up uh, in in the works?
1: Let's see. I, I will say, what will I say? I will say that uh, this is the third round for us. So, uh, every round we do five Blackwell books. So, we did a round that was released in 2018, The Return of the Blackwell Brothers, and that was book three which I thought was strategically the easiest to write. Um, it turns out no matter where you are in the schedule, it's hard to write because all the books are connected and you have to carry an overarching plot through them all, right? Um, and then in 2020, uh, we released the, what was it? The Blackwell Sisters, ladies? What yes. Was his yes. Name? So it was five <laughs> books again, and I was book one. And I thought strategically, that would be great because <laughs> I would just set it all up and let it go, right? Just like a slide going down a snowy hill. Well, then I got all the questions from everybody else who was writing, like, constantly the questions oh so yeah so then there was that and this time I was book five which I know that Aunt, both Anna and Carrie have been book five in the series and I honestly I feel like that is truly the hardest position to be in because you have to wrap up everything and everyone has to make an appearance but it has to be not just a drive by appearance. You know what I mean? They have to have a reason for being in the scene. There's so much happiness. And yet your couple is going through the ringer, you know? Yeah. So it's like, oh, these people are happy. Oh, my people are not, you know? So anyway, I, <laughs> I'm, I i, I do not know. I don't want to talk about my book since it's the fifth book, and I actually just got my cover this morning for it. So I'm just like I'm just starting to remember, as Carrie would say, I'm just starting to remember who are my
4: characters again?
1: And <laughs> do they look like the people that are on the cover? And they do. And it's a lovely cover, and I'm very happy. And uh, now I'll let somebody else like ramble on about,
2: about Blackwell. (laughs) Okay, Anna, can
0: you share with us your editions and uh, anything you might have coming up?
2: Sure. I I actually had to drag them out of the bookcases because I couldn't remember (laughs) what I'd written. Um, So for the first series of the Blackwells, I actually went last and I'm gonna totally contradict Melinda. I loved writing the last book, um, but then I I love writing epilogues, so I kind of looked at the fifth book as kind of like an epilogue for everybody else along with the main story that I got to write. So um, so in the first series, Blackwell Brothers, I wrote The Rancher's Homecoming and got to feature a little sassy little five-year-old named Rosie. And then in book uh, the second series for the Blackwell Sisters, I was right in the middle. So I found it really interesting that I had to pull in from the first two and introduce the next two. So I purposely chose a sister who was kind of estranged from part of the family for a while, or at least wasn't as close as the rest of them. So I didn't have to worry about being too tight with what I put into my story. And then for the new book, which comes, or the new series, which starts at... Uh, this month, July 26th, I think is when it goes on sale. And that is, what book is that? Yes, Wyoming Promise. <laughs> this is the Blackwells of Eagle Springs. I get to go first. And as Mel said, that's when you're getting all the questions and you have to make sure that you're introducing everybody correctly. And uh, this actually, my editor made me rewrite the book. This is the first time I had a, this isn't working for me. You need to take another look at this. So I had, what did I have like seven days to rewrite the book? So by the time I got I read them both. Yeah, I read them
1: both and I like them both. But the rewrite I thought was wow. It was wow. It was great.
2: Yeah, and I actually have no memory of that rewrite, only that I had to (laughs) rewrite it. Um, I think my brain has protected me and decided to say, we're just going to forget that happened. But um, yeah, that was a really devastating conversation with my editor. Uh, And hopefully I'll never have another one like that. Pretty much she told me to loosen up and write the book I need to write and write the book I want to write. So as soon as she gave me that kind of permission, because I think there was so much pressure in setting it all up Mm -hmm. that I just wrote myself into a corner and then it just killed my entire story. So... Uh, happy to be book one. Don't anticipate being book one again. Uh, Going forward, I am happy to be the anchor anytime.
1: (laughs) I think we should pause
2: and we should explain
1: what the, the nugget behind this series is, is that uh, Elias Blackwell, or Big E, as we call him, had estranged pretty much all of his family and the wife that he loved. And so these books are really a journey about him finding his family again. You know, his grandsons were the first series. He found out he had a son and five granddaughters in the second series. And now he's trying to make amends and reestablish a relationship with his his sister who, you know, ran off and has formed this family and, you know, never been married. So they're all Blackwells again. Um, And they're in another state. We're in Wyoming now instead of Montana. Um, But that he's really the thread that binds them all together is he really, as he's aging, has has this strong desire to pull family together.
0: Well, who, so who wrote the first book in the first series
1: carol ross did
5: oh okay
0: okay Okay. um how about the second one the second series
1: i
5: wrote the second one in the first series
0: okay okay um
1: oh yeah i wrote the first book in the second Series.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and you you said that then you you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't recommend. It. <laughs> all right, I was just it's just trying. To, yeah. any
1: any position you take is hard, and I think the book that you just finished is the one that you think is the hardest. I think that's what I'm right. I'm getting from the gist of what Anna has now confessed to us all. <laughs>
2: Of course. I have no filter. I did want to do real quick a shout Mm -hmm. out to Carol who couldn't be with us today. She's got some family stuff going on. And uh, Carol, we love you. We are with you. And um, maybe someday in the future, we can do all this again with the five of us. Mm -hmm. But um, you are in our hearts and in our thoughts.
0: All right, Amy, your turn. Share with us all about your entries in the Blackwell series.
4: Well, I've always been in the middle. I guess I'm just the middle child. <laughs> um, in the first one, I was book four, The Rancher's Fake Fiance. Um, what was interesting about having to do that meant I kind of wanted to read the first three to sort of get an understanding of who the other brothers were. The problem with these books is they're all a month apart and everybody's kind of writing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um so I would kind of get people's manuscripts as I was trying to write my manuscript. And then I had to go back and kind of tweak people a little bit as I learned about their care. as I was like trying to read 70,000 words while writing 70,000 words. Um, so that one was kind of challenging just because I wanted to get everybody right and had to figure out who everybody was before I did that. But I did enjoy that one. The second, when I was the second person and I thought that would be easier because I only had to learn really I I was only going to have one of the sisters in town with me when I was in there so I I might have talked about the other ones but I was only gonna have one that I was gonna have to interact with and I, I would say that was a little easier because um just following up on Melinda was easier than following up on three three characters um so my second one was I was Montana Wishes Um, and then in this third group, I was again, second. So it, again, I only had to follow one, but people in the, in, in the Wyoming series, everybody already lives there. Um, whereas in the sisters one, the sisters didn't live in Montana. They all came to Montana in their, each of their books, they came to Montana. Um, so in this one, all the characters could show up in my book. Even though they hadn't been written yet, does that make sense? Yes. Um, so I did have. So that was a little more challenging because not everybody was writing their book <laughs> <laughs> when I was writing my book. Um, me, <laughs> right? Well, one is like, I have three books before this one. Ladies, yeah. talk to me later. Uh, but you know, like I, I called Carol one day and we spent like two hours on the phone and I was like, I'll just make your brother like my best friend. And so we'll really have him in there a lot. And then I already had Anna, so I'm like, we'll just have her sister in there a whole lot. And so Carrie's sister does not make much of an appearance, unfortunately. Uh, but that that's how i how I worked it in the in the third in the third series.
3: I mean the logistics of writing a series. I'm just so fascinated. And <laughs>
2: yeah, we did it three times. We are so right. busy. <laughs> three (laughs) diets.
4: Well, we do spend a lot of time before we even start talking about a lot of things, like all the things, the grand storyline, we try to flush it out as much as possible, so that we're all kind of on the same page and moving in the same direction with that underlying story. Um, And I think that helps a lot. We used to do it. uh, When we had our national conference every summer, we sat down and we had days to Kind of have has have sit downs and kind of chat about it. This time around, we it was in the middle of COVID, so not so. Much. <laughs> a lot of zooms, a lot of Zoom calls instead. Uh, but yeah, we do spend a lot of time up front, kind of mm-hmm. laying the groundwork, so we don't we we feel confident moving forward.
1: And I think because it's a it's a series that is kind of popular, not just in the U.S. but other places. We have had to really have all our synopses, our overarching you know, series premise really analyzed by not just our editor, but, you know, senior editors to to kind of see how it's all going to fit together. I think we, even this last one, it felt like we really had to revise, revise, revise our individual stories. You know, I mean, we haven't really even talked about our romances within the stories, right? But we did have to do a lot of revision on that as well, I felt like. So people love Blackwells and we are, yeah, we are held maybe to what we might consider a higher standard than what we were before. But Mm -hmm. hey... We love it.
0: All right, Carrie, uh, your turn. Tell us about all of your books in the series, please.
1: Let's see. It was two uh, in the first one. That was
5: um, Her Rancher's Rescue, The Rancher's? No, The Rancher's Rescue, I think. And um, that was my Anna's Rewrite book. That was the one when my editor called and was like, but I don't like this well at all. There is a lot. That's what I remember about that book. (laughs) Like specifically. Oh gosh. Like if I think back to that book I'm like, hmm, I was really happy with it when it got rewritten, but there was like Anna, there might there may have been some tears in some phone calls to some people after that conversation. Those are hard conversations to have. And then, um, let's see, the second second series was Last. And like Anna, I love Last. Give me Last every single time. I am a... And plus, it falls at Christmas. So writing a Christmas book with the whole family, I had so much fun. That was... That one was just a good time for me not that it was like christmas with the blackwells like and i've had some people tell me they want to go spend christmas with the blackwells i'm like yes so do i because that's what i wrote yeah. you know like exactly what i would have expected them to do with christmas and just go all out so yeah so like anna i last is okay with me and then this one um i was fourth and it's her wyoming sheriff and, um, that one was fun too, cause there's twins in it and kids are when I was just, in fact, writing a note for the current book I'm writing and just realized, God, it's like boring. And then I was like, Oh my God, I have kids. So I was pulling the kids in to add some like humor and lightness into the, you know, they're not the kids of the heroine, heroine, but doesn't matter. And I was like, Oh, instantly your scenes lift. Yeah. And so when, you know, in the last book of this one, uh, her Wyoming Sheriff, she has twins that are like three. So they just were a good, so I had, that was fun. And, um, I don't really mind. I guess I've written everything except for right in the middle and first on these. I don't know about first just because like Anna said, it's a lot of setup. So thankfully other people have been like, I'll start it. And I'm like, great. Oh, great. But I know Amy, I remember because I know I was in deadline when Amy was writing hers and she'd asked me questions about my sister. And I'm like, I have no idea. I haven't given her like. A thought, like, not even like, I don't, and then I think Anna texted one day and was like, what does she look like? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Send me a picture and I'll tell you if that's what she should look like. Like,
4: I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what she looks like. I don't know what he looks like. I don't even know. Nothing. <laughs> I feel like you changed her name too, like in the middle of the... <clears throat> we had, had to. to. Catherine, Catherine, our editor asked her to. That
5: was not me. me. Name change came from the editor. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah rolling with it there was too whatever her name was changes like yeah there was too many whatever her name was originally her name's Adele now right and then uh isn't that her name I <laughs>
2: It was. It was <laughs> Adelaide. It was Adelaide originally. That's right. It was
5: Adelaide, and there was too many Adelaide Addies, and so we went to Adele, and I got it was okay. Okay, that's my story. Wow. My black bulb story, <laughs> such that it is.
0: So my I will
2: say one of one of the fun things though when I, when I was writing my book at one point I don't know if I asked or what but Carrie you and I were texting and you had the idea. Of, We had the idea that your heroine, there's a recurring kind of joke that her heroine keeps getting arrested by the (laughs) sheriff, of course, who's going to be her love interest in her book. So I got to start that off and I got to write that first scene where that happens. And I have to tell you, that's probably my favorite scene in the book is because, number one, they weren't really my character. My characters were kind of observing part of what was happening to her character. So um, that was a gift you gave me for that book. That was one of the few scenes I didn't have to change, I don't think, in, in my book. But, um, so yeah, in the back of her head, I think she had some ideas. And every once in a while, I'd get these text messages. Oh, here's this. So it got out of her head and into mine right. so she could concentrate <laughs> on what else she was writing. Yeah. They're good like that. They Did pull it? the ideas
5: out. Or they'll just text and say, "Hey, is this okay?" I'm sure. But when somebody mentions <laughs> something to you, when somebody
4: then make sure you write that right, I Write that down. When
5: somebody says something to you, sometimes it jots more ideas, right? And you go, "Hey, that's kind of cool." I'm sure Anna did that in her text, and then I was like, "Oh, what if you know this happened?" So yeah, it's helpful when your character is already set up for a couple books because you don't go in totally cold. By the time I got to mine, I knew some mm-hmm. stuff I could read through and like see how they put her in there, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Good. Yeah.
0: Did anyone else get to write that character getting arrested?
5: I believe Carol did. I don't know that she, I don't know if it's on, I know Carol mentions it. I know, I can't remember if she gets arrested in her book. I think she does.
4: uh, Because the arrest happens right at the end of Anna's book. Right. So... I
5: think um, you referenced it, Amy. I had to space those arrests out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> space out the
4: arrests. Yeah. I wasn't sure how to get yeah. you arrested one more time. And I was like.
5: Right. Because oh, she's getting oh, arrested again. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Mine opens and she's getting arrested. I do remember that. She's back in handcuffs in my, in my book.
3: <laughs> you write a really good opening book. Oh, so. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Like, did you all come up with the series or was it an editor's idea? Like, how, can y'all take us way back to the beginning? Like, how did we get all of this? It was ours. I, I am the leader of trouble. I didn't, um, I,
1: I noticed, you know, the heartwarming line is relatively new. Right, I think to 2023 might be its 10-year anniversary. Wow! So I was kind of looking through it. I'm like Anna and I have only we're the only ones that have written anthologies, I think, for it, or maybe somebody else did because because I pitched anthologies because I saw that hey there are no anthologies in here and there used to be anthologies, you know, in a lot of series books, and I didn't see any continuity series within the heartwarming line either. And I said, Hey, that's kind of an opportunity. And then I pulled them together, (laughs) kind of recruited my partners in crime and said, Hey, you know, what, what do you guys think? Do you think we could do this? And And we just, um, we were on like a Skype call. That was way back before Zoom, you know, in 2016, I think was when we started kicking around the idea and coming up with a premise and Big E was created. And, you know, that was, that was all us. You know, yeah. I couldn't have done it without them because you know if what and and I I had cleared it um, with the senior editor actually at a conference before before moving ahead with it. You know, saying, "Hey, would you be interested in a multi-author continuity series?" And she said, "Yes, as long as we don't have to write the Bible because we don't have time." <laughs>
4: I'm actually surprised they haven't done more because that first one did so well Mm -hmm. for the series, for the line.
1: And I know that Anna does multi-author continuities for the romantic suspense line where they do, the editors do write the story and the Bible and the basic synopsis for you. But we're all on
3: our own. I love that so much that you, you all started it. That's so cool. So, have you, do y'all have a Bible now? Like, do we have a Bible circulating around somewhere? We have a spreadsheet <laughs> um, on Google, on Google Sheets. It. And
2: some of us use it more than others. Um, Anna. Anna loves that <laughs> spreadsheet. But um, I've, only re- you know, I've only recently started like being militant about my bibles because i'm writing more and more series now but yeah we do and i think it's interesting in fact when i was going through it and i was kind of cleaning it up before we got started with this series um i was looking at some of the character names and we did repeat a couple of character names between among the three series i think we have two names that we've reused um which i thought was hysterical because it's too late to change anything now <laughs> but um oh easter egg. And- but then they're, they're secondary characters so it's not like it's oh yeah
1: easter egg though i mean i mean this is a true. reader can now go through and try to find it anna <laughs> yeah it's true so, yes. yes anna,
2: anna will make you a note a on
1: that on, the, on this yeah <laughs> anna will give you a free book if you contact her and you are correct there you go <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, I will. Yes, I will. Um, so yeah, we, ha- we have a spreadsheet Bible. And that's mainly, um, I had a harder time keeping track of the animal names than I did the people names, uh, mainly because I don't tend to write cowboys. So I don't tend to write ranches. So I mean, I'm lucky if a dog or a cat shows up in my books Or parrot. So having, I think it was, well, and I also wanted in the first series, I wanted the cowboy who didn't ranch. I chose the cowboy who was a singer. He didn't ranch. So, but I was stuck with a rabbit and a llama, or it wasn't a llama, a rabbit and a goat. And it's a petting zoo. There were, but yeah, there was a petting zoo. So I had to, and of course, I have a five year old girl in this story. So I'm like, I don't know what all these names are. So yeah, I had fun keeping track of all the animal names, people names I can. I can do pretty well with, but the animal names, oh, you forget about it.
5: I can speak for Carol on this because it's Carol and I. We have a serious problem with like, she like creates streets and everything and like buildings and stuff. And so do I. So when we're together, we are put, you know, let, we're putting this in and we're putting that in and then we're naming rabbits and animals and, 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 and Carol has the same problem as me and everything has to be named. And then it's just, you know, <laughs> it's a building, even if you're just walking by it. And so, yeah, it, it probably drives those guys crazy. Cause we, <laughs> you know, even if you're just walking by the pharmacy, I've named it and I even know who owns it. And then I keep going, you know, and I think Carol is the same way. And so we, we always laugh cause that's like, we get caught up in it. But then I think these guys are like, oh my gosh, <laughs> don't stop it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, you know, where can you buy? a bottle of Tylenol and somebody will say Carol or or Carrie will answer that. Well, on you know, Main Street, around the corner from, you know, Falcon Way. And I'm just like, what is happening? I just want Tylenol. Yeah. We need a visual.
3: <laughs> we need a town map, right. guys. We need a town uh, map. Yeah.
1: Oh, and, and Carrie will say, and the woman who works at the counter usually has, right? Like she's usually wearing some kind of funny right. hat and she wants to talk about her pet parrot or something. You're like, <laughs> holy moly. I, know I just needed read, to know where to get the Tylenol. Yeah. And yeah. and if those are in any books after Carol or Carrie's, then you can attribute it totally these town quirky characters to them. Well
0: thank you Carrie and Carol for adding those quirky characters.
3: I I love how Carrie's like so descriptive and Anna's over here like, I can't remember any of the animal names. (laughs) I just love the dynamic. Coconut. The rabbit's name was coconut. coconut. Well I have a question about one thing that you all do so well in the, in the series is you really fall in love with the family, but then I know you all ha- also have to balance the romance. And it's like, it's one of those series where you come to it for both. You want to keep coming back to see what's up with the family next. But then you also know this brother or this sister is going to get a romance. So can y'all talk about, I guess, like balancing those two as you're writing the series? If that makes any kind of sense. I can
5: speak to this for the uh, Christmas book because the family completely took over chapters for me. uh, In the original drafting, it was all family. I was having so much fun. And then all of a sudden I was like... (laughs) Where's my hero and heroine? Like, they're not in here at all. (laughs) We're visiting Amy's characters and we're visiting the ones who've had babies and we're like, you know, we're decorating, we're doing this, we're doing that. And I'm just like, wow, like chapter, several chapters later, I was like, well, I lost my romance completely. And then I had to peel back. And then, so uh, a lot of that, I probably could have like a short story, uh, a Christmas short just on the Blackwell with the stuff that had to get removed so that I could piece back in. The romance and pull the romance. A lot of times, what I have to do is stop myself and say, okay, the romance has to come forward. And actually, that happens in pretty much all of my books. Probably when Melinda reads them and goes, hmm, like slow pacing and we're lost here, it's because I lost myself and my secondary characters because I love those communities where they're, whatever series I'm sitting in. And I just get swept up in like having that fun. And then I'm like, ugh. And then it's usually Melinda. slow, slow. I said slow, slow. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, because I just, you know, was distracted. Seriously, you know, playing over here for a little while. So that it is for me, I have to make a conscious effort to just do the romance. So a lot of times, sometimes it's just writing the romance, just writing those characters and backfilling in with family. Um, because like I said, I, that the community of all anything I'm writing that in those secondary characters, I love that. I love that because it just rounds out the whole feel of the book for me. So yeah,
2: that's my story. I um, yeah. in the in the in the new series, um, I put them on the road. I got them out of town, uh, where it's just two of them. So really, didn't have a choice. (laughs) But, um, I had, I had the, well, it was a challenge, I guess, but we're dealing with the Wyoming Blackwells. So I'm establishing that branch of the family. And then I've got the romance between Corliss and Ryder, which is a friends to romance or friends to more than, uh, romance. And, but then I take them to Montana, where we encounter a lot of the previous Blackwells. Oh. So, um, and fortunately, that's the one part of writing series like this that I absolutely love. I'm like, Carrie, I'm like, the more people, the better. All the talking heads in one room. And... (laughs) To me, I that force also that's a lot of pages. So I'm like that gets me a lot of word count. The more people I got, the more words I get. So um, cheat codes, listeners, cheat codes. But I had exactly. So I, I put them on the road for a good portion of the book to get to Montana. And then of course they have to come back from Montana. Um, and then by the time they get back, other things have changed. So, um, getting them out and away from the family is a good way to balance it out because then when you come back to the family, I think it, it has a little bit more, more punch to it because now you have to see them because by the time they get back, they're married. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Um, So having, and that gives me a different dynamic with the family that they left than the family that they come home to. So putting them on the road and getting them out and then bringing them back can can offer a lot of different
4: opportunities
2: for balancing those two elements out.
4: I think heartwarming has sort of set us up perfectly for this kind of a, a, a series in the first place, because the whole gist behind the heartwarming line is... Um, not just the romance, but the the fact that you get to have that sort of extended community, too. So I've always felt like these books fit perfectly into that line because um, you're given those few extra thousand words to expand the world of your romance to family or neighbors or the community. So um, I always felt like the Blackwell. It, what was nice is that all these other guys gave me secondary characters that I didn't have to create on my own, basically. Yes. <laughs> there's like built-in, a built-in family for me to already work with. So that was actually easier than sometimes writing like what I'm writing right now. So
1: I think, um, you know, talking about the fifth book, especially this fifth book that I had to write, was um, there was just a lot of family going on. I mean, the premise of this specific series of five books is how to save the ranch the developers want to turn the valley that they live in into a lake and a luxury um, home community you know so all the the ranching life that's in Wyoming wouldn't in this valley wouldn't happen so everything was coming down the wire to me and I had um, my hero very foolishly make a bet with uh, one of the people involved in the development that his ex-wife who it's a you know, he and his ex-wife are going to get back together in this book, um, that his ex-wife could ride in a cutting horse competition. He's the hero is a cutting horse trainer. And, um, and so there's a lot on the line there. She also is afraid to ride a horse. So they are together a lot as they're going through this whole, you know, how can we save the ranch after four books have been trying to save the ranch, right? (laughs)
5: <laughs>
1: and then it falls down to me So I came up with a an idea that would kind of keep them together and it keep their romantic you know, moments also intertwined with that plot.
0: <laughs> what do you all find easier? Um, calling back a previous main character or setting them up in your book for a future? Calling them back. For me. Mm-hmm.
2: Mainly because that's what I love to read, right? I mean, a lot of times when I'm reading a series like this, I will keep going with the series, mainly because I want to follow the characters I've already met. Um, And then you meet more characters that you want to keep going with. So from a writing perspective, for me, it's always interesting to pull them forward and seeing where they are now, uh, especially compared to where they started off in their own stories. So um, yeah, but that's
4: me. I would say I have a different answer for each series that we did. So in the first one, I was book four. And like I said, I was trying to learn those first three people to put in my book, um, which I felt was challenging um where as with so Anna's character wasn't in the books yet but he was my twin brother in the story and I felt like I could kind of talk about him and set him up a little bit because he wasn't he didn't exist yet (laughs) does that make sense um So I maybe thought setting up was a little easier than putting them in in that one. But then in the second series where we have a new batch of family, but in the old setting. So then I found it really easy to talk about old characters, right? Because now the Blackwell brothers were already my friends uh, versus the sisters who were all new to me. So then that was easier to go back. And in the third series, I was a little scared of both, (laughs) I only had one one sibling to bring back, which was Anna's. Um, and I wanted to get her right. Um, and so that's like a little pressure, right? Um, but we do, I feel like we do do a good job of like setting out our draft and saying Google or, or search your character's name and like make sure I made them sound or, and do and say what you think they would say and do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just tweak accordingly, right? So that one, I felt a little more pressure about setting... Setting those other guys up because I didn't really know what they were going to be like exactly. I had more people to set up, so that was maybe a little more stressful. So each one was a little different for me.
0: Is there ever any kind of um, jealousy or anything when you set up a character and someone else takes them, and and you're like, oh no no no, I didn't want them to go that direction, or or is it usually just is it usually just wonderful surprise of like, oh that's so fun. <laughs> I don't think I've had
2: any. I don't think we've had any jealousy. I think we, um, this was the first time we really sat down and divided up tropes. Okay. Uh, So uh, I think we had... uh, we had gone through and like listed all of the tropes and then sent it out to the groups and say, okay, everybody claim their first, second and third choices. And of course each one of us need two to three tropes. So I think, I think it was more that than characters. Um, We, I think we've all pretty much naturally gravitated toward the characters that we've ended up with either that, or I'm just suffering from my only child syndrome and I just take what I want. So uh, like I said, in the, in the first series, I wanted the cowboy who didn't care cowboy because I don't cowboy and I ain't gonna write (laughs) an authentic cowboy very well so and then I knew I and then the Blackwell sisters I yeah I wanted the oldest one because I knew she'd be estranged from the other ones so that she wouldn't be quite as connected so yeah, I have I have a feeling, it's and all I probably sense just now yeah it it's is all right sense. yeah I, it, well, it, it, it's all about me basically so. it always gets first dibs <laughs> I get first dibs and everybody else comes after but I think because the third one a- she was going to be like by the way I'm starting this series <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think but I think it's a it's kind of an interesting point because we each bring to the series the type of characters that we like to write I know that. Uh, people in our group have expressed to me that they would not write the characters that I choose to write. Like my first, my first Blackwell was the Rancher's Redemption, and he and Big E had, um, you know, screwed somebody out of water rights on a ranch. And on a ranch, that's really bad. <laughs> like, if you don't have water, you can't water your cattle. So, pretty much meant the demise of um, his his friend's ranch. Um, and so I tend to write these characters that have to go through a lot, except we all write with humor. Mm-hmm. But like Anna says, she she likes the characters who are a little bit apart. Amy likes characters that are, you know, a little bit more worldly and are comfortable in the city as well as on the ranch. You know, and Carrie writes these community Carrie Carrie and Carol write these, you know, kind of community the nurturer in the family, right? So we all come from very different places. And and I think it works well together because that's what families really are. They're not all cookie cutter.
3: So is this all, this is all stuff that you all are kind of ironing out before you even send it to the editor and say, hey, we want to do this again. This is all happening before that.
4: Multiple conversations be- and multiple drafts of the proposal before it goes to Catherine.
3: <laughs> Shout out to editors. We love editors. (laughs) Right? They're so patient with us. Yeah.
0: Is this um, plan to just keep going on? Like, is this going to be the fortunes of Texas of the uh, heartwarming line?
3: We need it to be. I think what like really gets me is the fact that y'all are essential. Y'all are all writing at the same time. Right, Is, I'm I'm kind yeah. I'm correct in that. So it's not like you're able to read Melinda's book before you get to your book because she's writing hers too. I mean, and you all you have to remember street names and you have to remember people's personalities. So it just really goes to show how much the how important the communication is behind the scenes to make this work and it just makes you admire the finished product even more I feel like yeah we we definitely have the text message we always know when we're like, cre-
2: when each one of us is creeping up on deadline because the text message threads are like non-stop <laughs> and I write early and well I guess comparatively speaking I write early in the morning um but um I know some people know to Cut off the text messages by nine o'clock my time at least, and some of us write late into the night. <laughs> Carrie, um, so it, it uh, sometimes there's a delay in response. Anna wakes up to a huge.
5: I go to bed early. Yeah,
2: yeah.
5: I'm a, I'm a night owl.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, but good, good communication, I think, is is key well, to writing other, a successful series.
1: Yeah. The other thing that really maybe people don't know um, is that we all have contracts and set schedules already. And then this is a special contract that then it, it impacts or not your writing schedule. So like I had to fit three books for heartwarming into a four and a half month period because,
3: oh you know, I yeah. was
1: writing one in my regular series and then a Blackwell book and then an, another in my regular series. So it was, and because of what's happening with print, right? Um, Harlequin moved our deadlines forward as well. So then we had that on top of everything. So I think this last time was a little hairy. A little yeah, hairy. right. I
4: forgot
5: about that. That's I know incredible. Carol and I were writing about this weekend.
2: Well, yeah, and we also got we we also got the emails from Harlequin saying please fill out your art fact sheet. And this was happening. Pre- I think all of us filled out our art fact sheets before yeah. we wrote the books.
3: I
4: did. <laughs> what yeah. Yeah. lately? Yeah. That's yeah. Of the way it's been going. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. What are y'all loving about the series? Like, what's coming out from the series besides the Black that y'all are excited about? Because I just, I love the heartwarming in the summer. I love it in the fall. I love the Christmas stuff that we, co- we that comes out from it. Like what are y'all excited about in heartwarming?
1: Well, it's, I think there's a, uh there's a lot of cowboys in there now and there's a lot more Christmas. It used to be okay. like just a few titles for Christmas. And you know, we all love Christmas. We all love Hallmark movies, right? Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that, although I, I, um, I actually have a Thanksgiving book coming out in August, and I was like, wait, wait what? because because of when the my blackwell book was coming out in november december instead of my regular book coming out in november october november my thanksgiving book got moved back to august to give some spacing Mm -hmm. between releases so um i hope everyone's ready for thanksgiving in in august that's all i'm gonna say
3: (laughs) well heartwarming gave us a (laughs) the first Christmas book last year in August. And I was like, perfect. This is exactly what I need. So we'll be fine for Thanksgiving. Great. <laughs> I love this in an actual Thanksgiving book. Yeah, yeah. It
1: was supposed to be a Christmas book, but because of the Blackwell book being Christmas that I was writing, I, they didn't want me to have two Christmas books out in the in that period. So
2: ah,
4: Thanksgiving. Yeah, was, yeah. No, go ahead, Amy. I was gonna say, I have my first Christmas heartwarming coming out this winter. So that's exciting for me. I have... uh Christmas wedding crashers. Oh, I like. It. Out.
3: Oh wow. Oh my fun. Gosh. Nice. I actually
4: stayed away from being any cowboys. There is a, a large animal vet, but he is and he works on some roses, but he's not like a cowboy. Uh, I was I was told to not
2: try riding cowboys anymore. Um <laughs> ser- no, seriously, I turned in a proposal. Carrie and Melinda helped me. Clearly not polish it enough, but um, I sent it in and I got an email from my editor and she says what else do you have? <laughs> oh no. Like, That's code you- for, you can't write cowboys very well. So actually I think what happened was I, I put too much of a mystery yeah. angle into it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to set that aside and maybe try to turn it into an e-tree proposal because <laughs> it just went off the rails into, into uh, a mystery, which I tend to do. So um, I'm going to Hawaii next And, um, I have a new Hawaii series, Hawaiian reunions that'll start next May. And I think, I think this is maybe the first ones they've done that are set in Hawaii. And I've created, thanks to Carrie's help since she used to live there, uh, she got on zoom with me and I kind of created or we kind of created this nice little small town in Hawaii, uh. And I just finished that book and turned it in a couple of weeks ago. So um, that'll start in May. So I'm super excited about Hawaii. And one of the books in this series will be Hawaii and Christmas, which is actually one of my favorite Christmas memories. When I was eight, we went to Hawaii for Christmas. And I still remember like everything about that trip. And I remember everything about uh, Kona at Christmas. So all of that is going to end up in one of these books at some point.
5: Well, like I said, I'm on deadline. So um, I will be excited when I turn this book in. This is the fourth one in my Texas series. (laughs) so And my third one is out right now. So yeah, that's what I'm working on. And that's, that's where like my focus is totally wrapped up actually in that right now so um i think and they moved like melinda mine got moved around the next one will be a christmas one i think two um but i think that'll be the fifth in the texas series but i'm still in texas still in three springs cowboys that kind of um and now writing cowgirls so um that's That's what I've got going on.
3: Okay. Well, tell everybody, let's go around. Melinda, we'll start with you. Where can everybody keep up with you online? Oh, gosh. (laughs)
1: Um, You know what? I Okay, so Melinda Curtis author is usually, if you search that or Mel Curtis author, you'll find me everywhere. And I have been on TikTok. And since I went through all these hairy writing deadlines, I stopped doing TikTok. And I should probably get back on because it was fun to try to say something in 15 seconds and then make it do, have fun with the video. Yes, and melinda.curtis.com. What
2: about you, Anna? Oh, sorry, uh, Anna, uh, author Anna It has all of my social media links. I'm mostly on Facebook, and uh, don't follow me on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is so toxic right now. Just don't follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm getting better at Instagram though. So, uh, and I should have a new website up and going in the next couple of weeks. So a nice new, pretty shiny website. So just hit up, uh, author, Anna Stewart.com.
4: Okay. Ooh, I'm excited about your new website. Me too. I didn't know that. (laughs) Your, Your one you have now is so nice. Um, for me amyvastine.com had just like anna has all the links to my social media on there i wish i could say i was on social media more but uh, you know i am on facebook and i am on twitter uh but yeah, you can find all the books and everything like that on amybastine.com.
3: Okay.
5: I'm on kerrylynnwebb.com, and, and my social media is there, and I am the worst at social media, as they all know. I am rarely on, <laughs> especially right now. I'm really not on. But yeah, uh, shoot me an email. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. Like any <laughs> You can find me on Facebook thing and when I get back on, I will, I, when I turn in all this stuff, my daughter really wants me to get rolling on Instagram and her big thing is, um, book talk. And I'm like, uh, huh, huh. like, I, I just,
1: I can't really answer. We were at that conference and she was hounding you yeah, to TikTok, do TikTok. But, TikTok,
5: it's, but there's book talk on, on book TikTok.
3: TikTok. Talk, yeah. TikTok. And so
5: apparently yeah. that's where she finds all her new yes. authors and then she goes and researches them. And so she's like, you have to do this. And I'm like, that sounds exhausting, especially when you're trying to get words on a page. I just... <laughs> Right. You I have want to, to help write you, books. but I can't. So,
4: <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like marrying my daughter to do that right. stuff for me. Right.
5: Yes. You should get into that. Let's just get our right. daughters
4: to take it. One over. day,
5: Amy, when there's like.
2: Then you can rent out your daughters yeah. to the rest of us. Absolutely. Right. One day when I can I was going to say we should we should also give a shout out to Carol Ross's website, which I'm looking up right now. I believe it's carolrossauthor.com. Um, oh, there she is. Hang on. I just found her on Google. I don't want to get it wrong. carolrossauthor.com. I got it right. So you can check out all of Carol's books too. There
3: too. We'll have all of that in the show notes. So, I mean, I feel like the next time you all write a series, everybody has to come back. I feel like Carrie will yet again right. be on deadline. <laughs> because <laughs> that seems to be a trend bless Carrie alright right, listeners well make sure you check the show notes we'll have everyone's links in the show notes as well as all the places where you can get their books we will persuade them kicking and screaming to come back again our hearts are with you Carol we hope Carol can join us next time as well and Aaron and I will chat with you in our next episode have a lovely day thank you for listening everyone bye
2: bye everybody